Welcome back, everybody. It's Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Yes, and I'm wearing my Chip and Eric t-shirt today, Eric. Do you like That's that? That's how I knew what the podcast was called. I read your yeah, shirt. Yeah, and we have so many podcasts out there. Yeah. This is, to remind you, this is the one we're doing today. Chip and Eric read through the Bible. Newton Two semi-ordinary pastors. Reading. An extraordinary book. Two. Some incredible people. Yes, and it is Newton's. Number one Bible reading podcast. That needs to be on our t-shirts. For two years in a row. I think people would be like, What? It will gain traction for sure. I know. Hey, we are thrilled that you're here with us today. We'll be reading something, and today is one of the days. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, Eric. Today's day 232, and we are reading Zechariah chapters 9, 10, and 11. I believe you. Good. So that's what we're doing today. It's going to be great. Yesterday was long. That was a long reading. Yesterday was all I could do. Yeah, that's true, because Chip has to leave by two. Speaking of which... This is the message from the Lord against the land of Aram and the city of Damascus. For the eyes of humanity, including all the tribes of Israel, are on the Lord. Doom is certain for Hamath, near Damascus, and for the cities of Tyre and Sidon, though they are so clever. Tyre has built a strong fortress and has made silver and gold as plentiful as dust in the streets. But now the Lord will strip away Tyre's possessions and hurl its fortifications into the sea, and it will be burned to the ground. The city of Ashkelon will see Tyre fall and will be filled with fear. Gaza will shake with terror, as will Ekron, for their hopes will be dashed. Gaza's king will be killed, and Ashkelon's will be deserted. Foreigners will occupy the city of Ashdod. I will destroy the pride of the Philistines. I will grab the bloody meat from their mouths and snatch the detestable sacrifices from their teeth. Then the surviving Philistines will worship our God and become like a clan in Judah. The Philistines of Ekron will join my people, as the ancient Jebusites once did. I will guard my temple and protect it from invading armies. I am watching closely to ensure that no more foreign oppressors overrun my people's land. Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. I will remove the battle chariots from Israel and the war horses from Jerusalem. I will destroy all the weapons used in battle, and your king will bring peace to the nations. His realm will stretch from sea to sea, from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. Because of the covenant I made with you, sealed with blood, I will free your prisoners from death in a waterless dungeon. Come back to the place of safety, all you prisoners who still have hope. I promise this very day that I will repay two blessings for each of your troubles. Judah is my bow, and Israel is my arrow. Jerusalem is my sword, and like a warrior, I will brandish it against the Greeks. The Lord will appear above his people. His arrows will fly like lightning. The sovereign Lord will sound the ram's horn and attack like a whirlwind from the southern desert. The Lord of heaven's armies will protect his people, and they will defeat their enemies by hurling great stones. They will shout in battle as though drunk with wine. They will be filled with blood like a... Bowl. 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 Thank you. (laughs) That was a tough one. It was a tough one. Like a bowl. Trenched with blood like the corners of the altar. On that day, the Lord their God will rescue his people, just as a shepherd rescues his sheep. Sound familiar? They will sparkle in his land like jewels in a crown. How wonderful and beautiful they will be. The young men will thrive on abundant grain, and the young women will flourish on new wine. Hmm. Ask the Lord for rain in the spring, for he makes the storm clouds, and he will send showers of rain, so every field becomes a lush pasture. 
Household gods give worthless advice, fortune tellers predict only lies, and interpreters of dreams pronounce falsehoods that give no comfort. So my people are wandering like lost sheep. They are attacked because they have no shepherd. My anger burns against your shepherds, and I will punish these leaders. For the Lord of heaven's armies has arrived to look after Judah, his flock. He will make them strong and glorious like a proud war horse in battle. From Judah will come the cornerstone, the tent peg, the bow for the battle, and all the rulers... They will be like mighty warriors in battle, trampling their enemies in the mud under their feet. Since the Lord is with them as they fight, they will overthrow even the enemy's horsemen. I will strengthen Judah and save Israel. I will restore them because of my compassion. It will be as though I never rejected them, for I am the Lord their God who hears their who will hear their cries. The people of Israel will become like mighty warriors, and their hearts will be made happy as if by wine. Their children, too, will be glad to see it. Their hearts will rejoice in the Lord. When I whistle to them, they will come running, for I have redeemed them. From the few who are left, they will grow as numerous as they were before. Though I have scattered them like seeds among the nations, they will still remember me in remember me in distant lands. They and their children will survive and return again to Israel. I will bring them back from Egypt and gather them from Assyria. I will resettle them in Gilead and Lebanon until there is no more room for them all. They will pass safely through the sea of distress for the waves of the sea will be held back and the waters of the Nile will dry up. The pride of Assyria will be crushed and the rule of Egypt will end. By my power, I will make my people strong and by my authority, they will go wherever they wish. I, the Lord, have spoken." Open your doors, Lebanon, so the fire may devour your cedar forest. Weep, you cypress trees, for all the ruined cedars. The most majestic ones have fallen. Weep, you oaks of Bashan, for the thick forests have been cut down. Listen to the wailing of the shepherds, for their rich pastures are destroyed. Hear the young lions roaring, for their thickets in the Jordan Valley are ruined. This is what the Lord my God says. Go and care for the flock that is intended for slaughter. The buyers slaughter their sheep without remorse. The sellers say, praise the Lord, now I'm rich. Hmm. Even the shepherds have no compassion for them. Likewise, I will no longer have pity on the people of the land, says the Lord. I will let them fall into each other's hands and into the hands of their king. They will turn the land into a wilderness, and I will not rescue them. So I cared for the flock intended for slaughter, the flock that was oppressed. Then I took two shepherd's staffs and named one favor and the other union. I got rid of their three evil shepherds in a single month. But I became impatient with these sheep, and they hated me too. So I told them, I won't be your shepherd any longer. If you die, you die. If you are killed, you're killed. And let those who remain devour each other. Then I took my staff called Favor and cut it in two, showing that I had revoked the covenant I had made with all the nations. This, that was the end of my covenant with them. The suffering flock was watching me, and they knew that the Lord was speaking through my actions. And I said to them, If you like, give me my wages, whatever I'm worth, but only if you want to. So they counted out for, counted out for my wages 30 pieces of silver. And the Lord said to me, Throw it to the potter, this magnificent sum at which they valued me. So I took the 30 coins and threw them to the potter in the temple of the Lord. Then I took my other staff, Union, and cut it in two, showing that the bond of unity between Judah and Israel was broken. Then the Lord said to me, Go again and play the part of a worthless shepherd. This illustrates how I will give this nation a shepherd who will not care for those who are dying, nor look after the young, nor heal the injured, nor feed the healthy. Instead, 
This shepherd will eat the meat of the fattest sheep and tear off their hooves. What sorrow awaits this worthless shepherd who abandons the flock? The sword will cut his arm and pierce his right eye. His arm will become useless and his right eye completely blind. And, and that, that is, is our reading today. today. That is our much shorter reading today oh, than yesterday. Oh, man, half the length. Well, we read that much shorter reading, Chip, with a couple of questions in mind. What's this tell us about us? What's this tell us about... Or, sorry, what's this tell us about God first? God mm-hmm. first. Yeah. What's this tell us about us? And then what do we do with that? Okay. So, Chip, yep. what's this tell us about God? I'm going to tell you, but it also might tell us about us a little bit, too. Good. So, um, I'll say it this way. We don't want God against us. Uh, we want him for us. Yeah. We don't want him against totally us. Um, we want him for us because if he's against us, that's really bad. And we see that like sheep without a shepherd. That's that's bad. Mm-hmm. We want him for us. We want him to be our shepherd and our leader because then that that brings God's blessing, God's favor, God's goodness. And and so um, you either have him, uh, you either have God for us or against us, and we get to kind of determine that really on how we live. And what we do, we see that played out here. And so uh, I'll say that about him. There's two choices, for us or against us. And I think uh, we would want him for us. There's, I would say. There's a good uh, track record here that says that's a good idea. Yeah. And I think he can be for us and we can live like he's not for us. And then we get ourselves in trouble too. Boom, boom. So uh, I was reading here in... I guess this is chapter 10. So my people are wandering like lost sheep. They are attacked because they have no shepherd. And I was just thinking, man, what's this tell us about us? We are helpless without the shepherd, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And not just, you know, shepherd in the sense of leaders, though he talks a lot about that here. But there seems to be a greater implication here about God as our shepherd, right? And what his role is in protecting us and guiding us. And um, But we're wandering, and we're attacked when we have no shepherd. And yet God wants to be our shepherd. God declares himself our shepherd. So I think if we push him out and say, no, I'd rather be a sheep with no shepherd than have to follow you as my shepherd, mm-hmm. then we put ourselves in a bad spot. Yeah, he's against us. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And he even says, you know, I'm patient with these sheep. You know, um, they hated me. So I told them I won't be your shepherd any longer. If you die, you die. If you're killed, you're killed. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Eventually, God's not going to force his way in. Hmm. Eventually, he gives us over to what we want. And if we are a people who, a flock of sheep that wants no shepherd, then that's exactly what he's going to give us. You know, and that's what we see in Israel. That's what we see happening in people's lives today. And that could be happening in my life, in Chip's life, or in your life where we're not submitting ourselves to the shepherd. We're trying to go our own way, and we're going to end up really kind of self-destructing. Yeah. Someone said to me the other day, they were talking about sheep, and they said sheep will look for an excuse to die. That's how stupid sheep are, is they'll look for an excuse to die. They'll go out and just die of whatever, you know, because this person is a, a cattle rancher, and they lost a cow recently, very surprising. And they said, you know, it's not like sheep, because she raised sheep before. She said, sheep will look for a reason to die. Hmm. So if you carry that forward, (laughs) 
and we're the sheep. We're the ones who are out there looking for ways to self-destruct, looking mm. for ways to die. And God is saying, no, I want to shepherd you. I want to protect you. I want to guide you in the right ways. Then, yeah, we're doing ourselves a big time injustice by forcing ourselves to have no shepherd. That's true. Wife, my wife and I had a good discussion last night. Mm. Our bedtime devotion together was on something like this where the question was asked, what are we doing in asking God to bless? You know, instead of what does God want us to do or what is he doing that he will bless, that mm-hmm. we need to jump on board. And so we started having some honest discussions about, oh, okay, we need to think through this or be careful of this, you know, because we have good ideas, but just because it's a good idea doesn't mean it's God's idea and that's what he wants. And so um, it's just something for, good for us to think through, and, mm-hmm. and I think it's good for all of us, you know. Even though we have a good idea, make sure it's God's idea and that, you know, he's in it. It's what he wants, and uh, we get his blessing because of it. So Absolutely. Something to think about. I love that. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow we'll finish another book of the Bible. Yes. We will. Zechariah. Okay. Wow. Wow, wow. We're almost through the prophets, man. We are. And typically, when you read the Bible from cover to cover, getting through the prophets means you're almost out of the Old Testament. Yeah. But we are not. So. No. We've got a long way to go. Long way. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. Make sure that you give Alex and all kinds of love on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Today, as we're reading, I think, or tomorrow, tomorrow as we're reading, is... Is what? Her first day of a, being a literature, right? Like with students? Probably. Doesn't school start tomorrow? For us, like right now in like, this time that we're living? Yes. School starts tomorrow. So that's her first day. It does start yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So she'll be about a weekend. Okay. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. A weekend. Give her some love. Whatever. And Chip and Allison don't like it when I do stuff like this because it's not timeless, but I'm doing it anyway. It's all right. Yeah. No, I actually like it. I'm going my own way. I like real time. Okay. It's fun. Exciting. It is. All right. Farewell. Bye.